This is Motley Fool Answers. I'm Allison Southwick, and I'm joined by Robert Brokamp, personal finance expert here at The Motley Fool. He's also the editor, advisor. You're not the editor. You're also the advisor for Motley Fool's Rule Your Retirement newsletter. Actually, they used to say I was the editor. They changed the title on that, so you are correct. Editor, advisor, writer, author. Big day today! It's our first ever awards show, recognizing the best and sometimes worst for the year in personal finance and investing. Today, we're going to announce winners for the best credit card, best mutual fund, broker, and more with surprise celebrity appearances. It's the annual Luffy Awards. Cue the music, Rick. So, for those of you who have not been listening to the show from day one, Maybe What's wrong been, with you? Well, it's fine. They came. They found it. They okay. found us. That's good. Let's just welcome with open arms. You might have been scratching your heads when sometimes we make references or jokes about loofahs. And of course, the today's words are called the loofies. And the reason it's called the loofies is because, well, loofah has been a running joke. And why has loofah been a running joke, bro? Do you want to tell why? I don't know. I don't remember how we got on the topic. Perhaps about like what to do when you are retired, how to spend your time. But... The bottom line is that we found out that there's this place called The Villages in Florida, retirement community, and you put a loofah on your golf cart or card to indicate whether you are open to unconventional types of relationships. How, Mul- about, how mul- about we say that? Multiple special hugging friends there is, what, is what it is. Yes. So, um, this got us laughing, and uh, so we like to talk about loofahs now and then. And so, that's why we're calling <laughs> our awards show The Loofies! Yay. All right. Yay! Come on, you can do better than that. Yay! No, I knew you could. All right, I promised you a special celebrity guest. You know her as one of the original personal finance experts of Motley Fool Answers. My toddler knows her as Day Day. It's Diana Yoakum, personal finance writer for NerdWallet. I'll pause for applause here. Diana, hi! I'm doing the slow clap here for myself. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys! Welcome back! Thank you! It's awesome to see you. This is our great excuse for having you back on the show. Um, So, you're at NerdWallet now. Yeah. Tell us about it. No, it's awesome. Um, So, NerdWallet's a site. You can go to nerdwallet.com. We provide clarity for all of life's financial decisions. So, we're really a resource with tons of tools articles and advice on um, making smart financial decisions on everything from credit cards to insurance to loans to investing products. Yeah, and you guys are big on the, the, this is the, if you're looking for the best of something, you guys do the research and here's the best of something. So that's why um, we wanted you to come on and help us out with this episode to declare some of the bests of the last year. The best. I've, I've, I've seen under the hood of all of the complex algorithms and number crunchy things uh, that NerdWallet uses to rate these products. And it's like that scene in the Hudsucker Proxy where it follows like one cable down this really complicated route all over the block. It's pretty, it's pretty cool stuff. So for the five of you out there who remember the Hudsucker Proxy, <laughs> you're gonna find Diana's analogy very helpful. So of course, I'm going to be announcing the different categories in a very stilted, teleprompter, reading voice. Because I think, you know, that's how they do it on the Academy Awards. And so we want to model after them, don't we? Chris Chris Rock's not available. No. Rick- no, come on. What's wrong with me? Ricky Gervais? I can do this. <laughs> Here we go. In the requisite stilted teleprompter voice. Mutual funds are a great way for investors to get diversification in their portfolio. Fees, 
focus, and investment strategy are among the many ways a mutual fund can stand apart. <laughs> Here to present the Luffy for Best Mutual Fund, Robert Brokamp. Our first nominee in the category is one of the best performing funds over the past year, earning 24%, while the S&P 500 has dropped 8%, and that is the Grizzly Short Fund. Its ticker is GRZZX. So it is 100% short all the time, meaning that if stocks drop, it makes money. So that's great. However, it may not win the category, a little spoiler here, because actually over the last 10 years, its return has been a minus 8%. In fact, if you bought it 10 years ago, 2006, put $10,000 into it, you'd now have less than $4,000. So, going short the market, betting that the market is going to drop over the long term, not a good deal. In fact, actually, even this company in their annual report says this is not a buy and hold fund. People use it to hedge their portfolios or something like that. So, that is nomination nominee number one. Nominee number two, formerly known as the Vice Fund, this socially this, this sounds good. Yeah, this, this socially irresponsible fund has beaten the <laughs> S&P 500 over the past 1, 5 and 10 years by investing in stocks of companies that produce profits from people who smoke, drink, gamble and arm themselves to the teeth. It is the USA Mutuals Barrier Investor Fund, but the ticker is still Vice X. Was it was the fund originally called like Vice Dirty Naughty Things? It was and then they're like, wait a second, no one wants to invest in this. Let's call it USA Mutuals yes. Barrier. Yes, because it's like they picked three random words right. out of a bag that they thought people would trust. So they say barriers. They call it good. barriers now because they're involved. They're investing in countries with or companies with high barriers of entry. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. So like it's tough to go up against. Boeing as a weapons manufacturer, for example, or any of those types of companies. And they also said, quote, they wanted to raise assets and not raise eyebrows with the name of their company. But <laughs> That's uh, cute. here's the interesting thing about it. It really has done very well by investing in the type of stuff that everyone wants and, every, well, a lot of people want, a lot of people need, a lot of people do, regardless of the economy. So to clean your karma, you can also invest in a socially conscious mutual fund with maybe half the money. <laughs> right. Right, right, exactly, exactly. Hedge your soul. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, that's your penance by investing on this side. Uh, the downside of this fund is it does have a high expense ratio, almost one and a half percent. So there you go. Nominee number three. This fund has done pretty well over the last year or so by investing in companies that have women represented in their board of directors or their management. It is the Pax Elevate Global Women's Index Fund, ticker PXWEX. They couldn't get girl X. <laughs> well, here's the interesting thing about this fund. It is uh, used to be a different type of fund many years ago. So if you look at its long-term history, it's not so good, but it changed its strategy to follow this index that highlights companies that do a better job of having gender equality among its management. So it has done well over the last year and a half since it filed this strategy, but that's one of the downsides of it. It's a relatively new strategy, so will it happen? Continue to outperform over the long term? Who knows? But compared to other global funds, and this is a global fund, invest in companies from all over the world, it's actually done pretty well. But ladies, ladies, getting it done. And finally, who is the winner? The winner is going to be that person who kind of always comes up. On stage because Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> it's the Daniel Day Lewis. They always win. Luffy winners, isn't it? Yeah. And it is the S and P five hundred. 
And there are all kinds of choices actually out there, but the one that has been around the longest, Vanguard 500, uh, symbol VFINX, it's been around since 1975. And over the last three, five, ten years, it has performed in the top 10 to 20 percent of U.S. large cap funds. And we talk about index funds all the time. It's just very, very difficult to beat index fund. In fact, the uh, the barrier fund has beaten, has performed over the last 10 years, this is the Vice Fund, in the top 8% of large cap funds. And it beat the S&P 500 by 0.5% a year. So okay. just by beating the S&P 500 by a measly 0.5%, you're in the top 8%. That's how difficult it is. And that's why going with an index fund is such a smart and move. And you feel dirty. And you feel, <laughs> and you feel dirty. You made that sound kind of good, though, in yeah. the voice you used. Oh, yeah. A <laughs> little bit. Let's move on to our next category, shall we? We shall. All right. Here it comes. Still the teleprompter voice. A great deal of thanks goes to discount brokers who made it easier and cheaper for all of us to invest in the stock market. But they aren't all created <laughs> equally. To present the Luffy for Best Discount Broker, Dayana Yoakum. All right, the nominees for beginning investors. Charles Schwab. This is like the play it safe first date film. Schwab's been around forever. They've got tons of educational content. They've got affordable commissions, great customer service, both online and you can get in-person hugs at various branches if you live near one. Seriously? You could just walk in and ask for a hug? Well, I haven't actually tried it, but I'm assuming... No, but they advertise this? They're like, come on in for a hug! Oh Yeah, that's what they want you to do. Everyone go out and try it. Let us know how it works out. Take no, a, take a picture, take a video. They and don't advertise that. Take a video and send it to us, and we'll play it on the podcast. <laughs> I have heard of. Slash, I have probably heard of worse, worse things that companies have done to try to like make make you feel all warm and fuzzy. Charles Schwab doesn't need to. Charles Schwab does not want Chuck, your hugs. Chuck, back away from Chuck. Okay, doesn't need your hugs. It's Mr. Schwab to you. Yeah. But you might want to wander in there. They've got. Uh, 3,000 commission-free ETFs and no transaction fee mutual funds, and that's more than anyone else in the industry. So this makes Schwab a great choice for beginning investors. Our second nominee for the budget investors, Robinhood. And this is an investment app, actually. Um, this is like the low-budget indie film that's making a splash. Um, this this app has totally free trading of more than 5,000 equities and ETFs, and this is no-frill stuff. You pay no commissions, but also you can't invest in mutual funds. There are no, there's no research or fancy tra- trading, you know, do hookies and bells and whistles, and it only supports taxable accounts. So you can't open a Roth IRA with Robinhood, but for free trades, can't beat it. Cheap, free is cheap. Cheap, cheap. stealing from the rich. Our next nominee is for Active Traders, and it's Options House. It's like the guys in the big short who have multiple screens and lots of flashing charts and stuff. Um, Options House has robust mobile and online trading platform for stocks, bonds, ETFs, funds, options, of course, and futures. There are no inactivity fees, and so that's great when you see that day trading isn't exactly your path to future wealth. (laughs) Spoiler! And the winner is it's Options House. Options House, really? Yeah. yeah. For trading? Interesting. No, this is, here. It is interesting. This 
Broker appeals to all audiences. It's like an action movie with plot and a heartfelt performance by Meryl Streep. Uh, <laughs> and it's also one of NerdWallet's best overall discount brokers for 2016. It's got five out of five stars. The other, um, Another one that got five out of five is TD Ameritrade. All right, let's move on to the next category. I'm glad you guys were surprised. Well, yeah, because you were like, it's for tr- active traders. And it's like, we don't really want active yeah. traders. Well, and options are not something that the, the average investor needs or mm-hmm. necessarily even should be engaged in because you don't like buy an option and hold on to it for five years. It takes regular monitoring. Yeah. 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 All right, here comes the teleprompter. <laughs> there are so many amazing personalities in the world of finance who say so many incredibly wrong things. To present the award for least useful stock commentary, Robert Brokamp. Do I get another round of applause and more music? Okay, thank you. Okay, thank you. So, nominee number one is a fellow by the name of Mark Faber. So now back in August, Mr. Faber predicted that the market would fall. He said 20 to 40%. This is an interview with Yahoo Finance. And while it hasn't fallen that far, it has fallen quite a bit. So you might think, well, this is a smart guy. But here's the problem with Mr. Faber. He's always... Negative. In fact, the name of his uh, publication is the Gloom, Boom, and Doom Report. So he was one of those guys who, back like in 2009, was saying everything the Fed was doing was going to create hyperinflation. But of course, actually nowadays we're more worried about deflation. Uh, in at the end of 2013, his prediction was that the market would drop in 2014 and that gold would skyrocket. The complete opposite happened. The market made money in 2014 and 2015. Gold remains a bad investment. Actually, this year it's done okay, but long term, still not a great thing. So he's um, kind of the broken clock that's right twice, twice a day. Exactly. And I don't get it I because have one of those. <laughs> he is always on CNBC and these shows. And I don't understand how he can keep being on because, because, how because, they know, because they know well, what they're going to get from him. Yeah, I that's guess that's for sure. They're like, oh, we need, we, need a, we need a bear to come on. Okay, mm-hmm. I know a guy. His name's Mark. Right. He's always a bear. He's down on everything. <laughs> get Eeyore back online. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay, and nominee number two. And this is not a specific person, but it's more of a meme. It is the easy money has been made meme. And in 2015, it's, it's, it's mentioned all the time. In 2015, we saw it. On Morningstar, we saw on CNBC. Basically, people are saying, like, obviously, this investment or the market went up. Like, we obviously knew that was going to happen. But from now on, well, our crystal balls are are a little foggy. And this one actually comes from our colleague Morgan Housel, and he sent out a tweet about this. And he went through basically instances of every year over the past five or six years where someone said, "The easy money's been made. The easy money's been made." But from here on out, you got to be careful, including going back to November of 2009 and Barron's. The market had just started to recover from the Great Recession, but the article was like, oh, this obviously we knew there was going to be a rebound, but who knows what's going to happen? Well, the market continued to keep going up. So that's another one of those things that's just, it's not very helpful. Yeah. All right, who's the winner? And the winner is. Jamie Dimon. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> kind of a big deal. He's the CEO of JP Morgan. And he the told, Silver Fox. He told me, I, I was not familiar with that. People the, call him the Silver Fox? No, but I, you've seen his picture. It, it's warranted. Yeah. Anderson warranted. Cooper's the Silver Fox. There can be more not than Anderson one. Not Anderson Cooper. Anderson. Yeah, Anderson Yeah, on CNN. Yeah. They look kind of similar. Sorry, a little bit. No. Bill Ackman. Yeah, same deal. <laughs> Let's name all the great. Are you telling me like Jamie Dimon would be your, your no. Wall Street boyfriend? No. Like if you had to pick. 
No, actually, do you know what? My definition of silver fox is like has a full head of hair that happens to be all gray. That applies to those guys. It's a low bar. It is, it is a low bar. It's extremely low bar. <laughs> Congratulations, Look. you kept your hair. Hey, it's quite an accomplishment. <laughs> Just saying. Some people are sensitive about that, Alice. <laughs> anyway, so Jamie Diamond told CNBC a few weeks ago, quote, when the market is this bad, it's reasonable to say it might be telling you something. But it's also reasonable to say maybe it's not. And the great thing about it is when you're watching the sh- watching the show, the little the little thing underneath his picture said It's called a lower third. That's the thing I was talking about. <laughs> yeah. It said diamond. Market may or may not be telling something. <laughs> telling That's why they something. pay him the big bucks. That's right. So they don't need to even need the word market in that sentence. So you listen to that, you're like, there's nothing. Diamond may or may not be telling us something. <laughs> we don't know. But here's the thing. The point is, he's right. You do really can't base like what just happened in the market. It doesn't say anything about what's going to happen, at least in the short term. So for people like who react to a big drop in the market like we have seen and then say, oh, this is an indication that this thing is going to happen now, it's a bunch of bull. So for saying something that is not useful at all, He's right. Big <laughs> so there you go. There you go. Jamie Diamond, you can sleep well at night knowing that Robert Brokamp <laughs> thinks you're right. So, all right, next category credit cards. There are so many options that offer so many great rewards and benefits. It can be hard to choose the one best for you. To present the Luffy for best credit card, Diana Yogam. <laughs> All right, the nominees for best credit card. And these are all actually nominees at NerdWallet. The best travel card, Chase Sapphire Preferred. It's the beloved foreign film that is from Great Britain or New Zealand, so Americans will actually go see it because they don't have to read subtitles. <laughs> but <laughs> anyhow, Chase, uh, Chase Sapphire Preferred is great for travel. It's got no foreign transaction fees, which can really pack a wall up if you're, spending, if you're using your card a lot overseas. It's got a one-to-one point transfer to other frequent f- travel programs. So, a thousand Chase points equals a thousand points um, at any partner. And two points for every dollar spent on travel and restaurants, and one point per dollar on all other purchases. The nominee for best cash back card is Blue Cash Preferred from American Express. It's like, we of course have to mention Amex, it's like Leo DiCaprio. He's got to be nominated for something, right? <laughs> but this one is really great. It's got 6% cash back on groceries, 3% cash back on gas in some department stores, and, and, and 1% cash back on other purchases. There are no rotating rewards categories. So you, my friends, who I know spend a lot on groceries, uh, will always get 6% back on those, up to a certain limit. I will add that we actually recently went with that that one because of that whole rotating categories thing. You look at other other ones, they're like, okay, and this month or this quarter, you'll get cash back on groceries, and this one will be gas. And like, no, there's no way we're keeping on top of that. Yeah, Just right. give us something that gives us a flat cash back. Yeah, make it easy. Yeah. All right, the third nominee for best balance transfer is Chase Slate card. Mm. This is like, um, I didn't have a really good analogy for an Oscar-related analogy, so I don't know. This is this is like leaving your bar tab for George Clooney to pick up for you. Are you <laughs> like, can I do that? 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I tried. I didn't, all know the time. Was, I didn't know that was possible. Anyhow, Chase Slate has a $0 introductory balance transfer fee for transfers that you make within the first 60 days, 0% intro APR for 15 months on purchases and balance transfer, $0 annual fee, and you get a free monthly FICO score. Great way to keep track of where you're at. And the winner? <gasps> Chase Sapphire Preferred. Oh. Yeah, judges went with Hollywood Foreign Press on this one. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, they do that. Um, the sign-up bonus really does appeal to Jet Set here. You earn fifty thousand bonus points when you spend four thousand dollars on purchases in the first three months, and that that, tra- that translates into six hundred and twenty-five dollars in travel when you redeem through Chase Ultimate Rewards. Not a bad chunk of change. There's no annual fee for the first year. It's ninety-five dollars a year after that. All right. Next category. Technology has made managing your finances even easier, whether it's a budgeting app on your phone or algorithms to invest your money. To present the Luffy for biggest financial tool of 2015, me. It's it's me. Thank you. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Okay. Who are you wearing tonight? <laughs> this, this sweatshirt is by Gap. <laughs> the clogs. <laughs> Are by uh, Born, so which has been worn off. In there. <laughs> I clean up nicely. Okay, it's just that I didn't do it today because it's a radio show. People, come on. Okay, the nominees are the aforementioned Robinhood. It was just named Fast Company's eleventh most innovative <laughs> company, and as you talked about, it provides free and easy ways to buy stocks. It's very mobile. Um, if you're young and getting in on investing. This might be a good one for you. Free. Pick up a couple companies you've got your eye on. The second nominee is the new You Need a Budget. The much-beloved software had an update, and it launched on December 30. And they're really excited about it. I haven't actually had a chance to check it out, but um, they also say it's got its same little money-back money guarantee, so what's the risk? Go yeah. for it. There are a few fools here who are big YNAB fans. YNAB. And it's new, starting December 3rd, starting last month. And finally, I'm going to recommend In Her Sight. This is a website that was started by a friend of ours, and it's a site where women can go and rate the companies they work for on how um, friendly they are to women, on the growth opportunities, a number of different ways. And so it's a great way to research a company that uh, embraces women. And men can go on there and rate their companies as men well. Men can go on there too, yeah. But it's mostly focused and for, for the ladies. Especially lovers like you. You're looking at me? (laughs) I am looking at you. You're a sensitive new age fan. I kind of am. I kind of am. Rude totally is. Look at that long hair in there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who doesn't love a quiche? I mean, come on. All right. So the winner for biggest financial tool of the year goes to Kanye West. You see what we did there? Yeah. You see what we did there? We turned it around. Yeah. Financial we, tool. Tool. Yeah. It we means a, a different thing, thing now. If it's a yeah. bad thing. Clever. So, yeah, and this actually just happened this last week. Kanye West put out a tweet saying that he was 53, how much in debt? $53 million. $53 million in debt. And then he proceeded to stalk Mark Zuckerberg, Facebook CEO, <laughs> on Twitter, asking him to donate billions of dollars in Kanye West ideas. Um, he had a big week. It was also the same week where he claimed that Taylor Swift owed him for her success. So 
Big week. Big week for the biggest financial yes. tool of 2015. Get, the, get all and this 16. publicity sense packed in there. Last category. This show would be nothing without you, our listeners. You are truly motley. So here to present the award for most fascinating listener, 2015. This is according to our recent listener survey that we did. And how can people take this survey if they would like to hey, right now? Hey, I'm glad you've asked. They can take this listener survey by going to fool.com slash answers survey. Uh, one of the questions we asked in the survey was, tell us why you're fascinating, because I'm convinced that every last one of you who's listening out there has something fascinating about you. Um, fascinating thing about me, I can fold a fitted sheet like nobody's <gasps> business. I didn't know that. Yeah, I'm that extremely good at folding fitted sheets. Fascinating. Thank you. Fascinating. See, everyone has something fascinating about us, and so for those who went to take our survey at www.fool.com slash answers survey, that's answers, S, survey, Two S's in the middle there, folks. Um, we asked them, why are you the most fascinating listener? And so they responded. And so we decided to turn this into a little category for our Luffy Awards. Here to present the award for most fascinating listener, it's me again. All right, first one. First nominee is the person who said that they listen while naked in the sauna and laugh at the antics of the team and watch my belly jiggle. Winky smiley face. <laughs> Number the second nominee worked at Disney World and I was roommate with Tigger. Yes, Tigger. This led to an awkward incident with a random, possibly drunk woman who wanted to date Tigger. I think we all I think we all wanted to date Tigger. That bouncy lot of energy. bounciness. A lot of yes. energy there. Third nominee. I'm probably the most fascinating person who listens to Motley Fool Answers podcast because I'd help design new ice cream products for a living. Whoa. Wow. Can we get some samples? Yes. Or, or at least examples. Exa- pic- I would just even be happy to just see pictures. Like That just sounds like the funnest job ever, right? Oh my gosh. But the winner for the most fascinating listener of Motley Fool Answers, the Luffy, goes to the person who said, I believe you are all figments of my imagination. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> wake up. Wake up. That has been busting me up all day. I have been laughing about that all day. You can imagine anything in the world. And what do you imagine? A personal finance podcast. That doesn't really exist. It doesn't really exist. It's all about my imagination. Imagine better is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you can do better. But anyway, that busted me up. So that's our that's our winner. If you think you're the most fascinating person who listens to Motley Fool Answers, or if you just want to um, give in to my pleading for getting feedback from you, we would love it for you to answer our listener survey. If you can go to www.fool.com slash answers survey. That's answers with an S survey. That also has an S. That also has, I know, it got really complicated because there's two S's in the middle there. But anyway, whatever. You guys are smart. You'll figure it out. And you're also fascinating. So please, go take our survey. Tell us what you want to hear more about on the show. And also, uh, tell us why you're the most fascinating person. And um, chances are, you'll make me laugh and I'll read it on the show. Now! And you'll get a reward. And you get a reward at the end. And you get a Luffy. You get a very exciting video of me doing something. I, I was not aware of this. I'm going to take this survey now. <laughs> I am not. You're not going to take this no, survey? No. You're missing out. You're missing out. Some listeners know what we're talking about here. You guys don't. All right. 
Well, that concludes our first awards show. Diana, thank you for joining us. Thank you for coming all the way from Nerd Wallet. Well, thank you for inviting me. It was a pleasure being here with my buddies. So where should our listeners go if they want more Diana and if they want more best of winners for the year? More de- Well, you can go to nerdwallet.com uh, where you'll see you can search all of our content, all of the tools to help you find the best of the best of financial products. And also, we made a special URL that's slightly less complicated than your survey one (laughs) to specifically go and look at all the top brokers and mentioning even more details about the ones I talked to uh, today. And that is nerd.me slash best brokers. Nerd me. Nerd.me slash best brokers. Okay, cool. With an S. (laughs) Just one, though. Just one S. one. Well, maybe you could get some more S's in the future. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. Maybe you can do. Well, thank you, thank you again for joining us. It's always lovely to see your face. And um, Robert, do you have anything you want to say to Diana before she goes? I love you. Aww, you're one of my favorites. It's true. Aww, Aww. you're one of my favorites too. Oh, so nice. What What about <laughs> me? Am I one of your favorites? Oh yeah, I'm among the top twenty. Yeah, yeah certainly. totally. I'll see. I'll watch the video and then I'll let you know. <laughs> Hate you guys. All right, we love you. The the show is edited award-winningly by Rick Engdahl. Theme music was written and composed and performed by our own Diana Yoakum. That's right. Our email is answers.fool.com. No, answers at fool.com for Robert Brokamp. With an S. Answers. For Robert Brokamp, I'm Allison Southwick. Fool on. I really do hate you guys. (laughs) You know we love you. You know we do. (laughs) 